Hey everyone, welcome back to Casey Greats, the show that's all about telling stories of the people that make our city wonderful. I'm excited for this episode for a number of reasons. Now, first, it's episode number 10 since I launched a couple months ago, and kind of feels good to get into double digits. I guess it makes the whole thing feel a little bit more legitimate to me. Most podcasts don't make it past five or six episodes before they kind of die off, so I'm past the first hurdle of having a new show out there. Second, I really enjoyed this week's conversation. Mark Rollins is a friend of mine who lives in the same neighborhood as I do. I'm willing to bet that everyone has a friend like Mark around who's very humble and quietly making a huge impact on our community. If you remember, back in episode four, Labe and Dave, the founders of Barquet, mentioned that Mark was a big help to them as they were exploring their business concept and ultimately their location for their business. So enough of my rambling, let's get to the conversation and I hope you guys enjoy it. Hey folks, this is Scott. I'm back here. I'm downtown today to talk to a friend of mine that I've known for a couple years. Actually lives in my neighborhood, Mark Rollins. If you listen to our Barquet episode, you heard him mentioned as one of the big drivers of uh, things going going on downtown and all the way down to the riverfront. And I'm going to need help with the title because it's pretty robust and impressive. So Mark, what is your exact uh, occupation here? Well, I am the director of the Downtown Community Improvement District. We also call it, because it is long, the DCID. <laughs> well, so, that sounds very impressive. So, I like that. But we also, we also run the River Market Community oh. Improvement District, which is RMCID. So. I could get confused with all those letters, yeah. but I'm easily confused. So, what, uh, Just in a nutshell, what, what do you do here? As director, I mean, really, my my role is kind of overseeing the whole operations of the, of the community improvement districts, both the DCID and the, and the RMCID. Okay. Um, so I guess the key question might be more, what do the CIDs do? What do the CIDs do? Well, yeah. the CIDs are really kind of, if you boil it down to just something that I think that everybody understands, is we're like the concierge, we're like the property maintenance of all of downtown and the river market. No kidding. I had no idea. Yeah. So, I mean, we're basically, if you've got a problem, we're the ones to go to. So our basic level of services are really, I mean, we've got maintenance, we've got safety, and we've got landscape. So on the safety side, they patrol the bus stops, they patrol the parks, they patrol all over downtown and the river market just walking the sidewalks and saying hi to people and, and giving them directions or helping them out in any way that they can. So those are the guys that we see if we go to River Market down in like the yellow jackets and stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. I, so I anybody, no everybody that you see, that's, our guys have all got black pants with the yellow stripe on it. So okay. our safeties are going to have the white shirts. Our maintenance are going to have the yellow shirts. And so our maintenance guys are walking around every day pushing a, a yellow barrel around with our logo on it and sweeping up the trash um, on the sidewalks and on the curbs. And then we have another, what I call the SWAT team. We used to call the graffiti team, but they're the SWAT team now. And I think it's superb work all the time. That's kind of silly, but anyway. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, but I mean, because they do a lot more than just 
clean graffiti off the buildings. Sure. Um, so any 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 building that gets tagged by whether it's a whether it's a gang member or something budding you know, artist budding artist <laughs> or even somebody who's you know sticking up stickers for their for their business yeah we call that a tag that's okay. a graffiti tag and so you know we're going around constantly looking for those and then if anybody you know if anybody calls in and say hey I got tagged over the weekend can you come take care of it we do okay I guess I've- one of the reasons I wanted to chat with you today is because I honestly had no idea what the CIDs were, what they do. So you guys, basically, when somebody comes to visit and says, I love your town, it's it's so clean down, downtown, mm-hmm. we had an amazing time at the river market, it, you know, the people were friendly, I got help when I need it. That's you guys That's us. making it yep. look good. Yep, exactly. That's really cool. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. So it, it makes me curious, Mark, how did you... Uh, come to the community improvement districts did you start out somewhere else did you were you a kansas city native and just you know grew into this or what what's your story well i grew up i mean i grew up in johnson county and downtown to me i mean even as a even as a kid um my grandparents actually lived used to work right across the street right here at rothschilds right at 10th and main where 10th and main metro center is okay so we'd come down here every once in a while to visit my grandpa, you know, at work. And it was, I mean, even back then it was a scary time for me. I mean, it was just, you know, but I, I think it was because I was young. And then as a, I think as a, as a teenager, after I learned to drive and I got a couple of speeding tickets and whatever, <laughs> and I'd have to come down here. And back then, I mean, back then that was probably, you know, 70s, 80s and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This place was scary and it was really scary. There I mean, wasn't it was anything just, really going on. There wasn't, everybody, everybody had left. Um, the only people that stayed, you know, they just came to work, they went into their, their job and then they left. There was nothing going on down here. Hmm. And, you know, that's what I experienced when I was, when I was younger. And so, you know, I just, I had been working at a, at a nursery and, um, Actually, one of my coworkers was the wife of Bill Dietrich, who's the president of the downtown council. So oh, the downtown okay. council is over is over the the community improvement district. And I just told her one day, I said, you know, I, I, I want to come work for the DCID. I don't care what it is. I don't know, you know, just um, and even back then, I didn't know what the CID was. And so you, uh, you learned as you went a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so she. Made a, I guess she talked to Bill and brought me in for an interview, and I was their first landscape supervisor. Excellent, and so, that's something that you've enjoyed for a long time. Oh, I love it. You know, I absolutely love it. And, you know, and, and even now as director, I mean, I cannot leave it alone. Um, <laughs> but it, you know, I mean, it became really kind of clear to me from the very beginning. You know, so I came down here in 2006 as the landscape supervisor. Not knowing, you know, I mean, having that kind of that attitude about downtown that it was the, the one place I didn't want to be and realized very quickly that there was a lot of people who were very invested in making downtown alive again. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was infectious. I mean, it really was. I mean, you have like Jonathan Kemper, Crosby Kemper, the Copakens, you know, these people had businesses down here and they were committed to downtown and they were doing everything that they could to to make sure that it that it thrived again 
Yeah, I mean, it's not just hanging on and surviving no. <laughs> like it used to be. It's yeah. Obviously, that's a narrative over the last five to ten years, everything that's happened downtown and how much better it's gotten. But I, I remember just walking in here to your building at, this morning. <laughs> I'm guilty of it, too. I don't know everything that's available down here. I walked into the lobby of the Commerce Bank building here to come meet with you, and it's like, geez, there's a French restaurant right mm -hmm. here. There's a little uh, art art gallery right there right. with a really cool Lego display that my kids would love. I mean, yeah. All these things are here, and a lot of us still don't know about them, and it right. just keeps getting better and better. So I love that you guys are a part of that. It's really neat to know. Yeah. So. Well, I think that, you know, I mean, I think that, you know, back in 2006, I mean, when downtown council and the stakeholders, um, you know, they, they knew that something needed to change. They knew that something needed to happen. And, I mean, they're the ones that came up with the idea for the CIDs. Now, there are CIDs all across the country. Sure. Uh, and and they all, they've all done pretty much exactly what we've done. But I think, that, you know, I, I think... Where downtown Kansas City was back in, you know, the early 2000s, well, from the 80s to, you know, the 2000s, um, you know, bringing in the CID. So, I mean, at the at the very first, our it was really like the Wild West. I mean, our guys were out there, you know, doing everything that they could to get the drug dealers, the homeless, um, you know, get the drug dealers out and get service to the homeless. Yeah. Um, and get them into a, a better situation, and and um, you know, so we kind of we started out just cleaning up and getting to a base level, getting the graffiti off the off the buildings, getting the, the trash off the streets, and then that made it that made it a much more pleasing environment for people to say, I want to do business here, right. or I want to visit here, or I want to live here. So well, and it you know just knowing that. <clears throat> That someone in a, a white a white shirt or a yellow jacket is a friendly mm -hmm. face, right? You know, having people actively around—that's a good thing. Yeah, you it know? is a good thing, it's and I, you know, and we we hear that all the time. I mean, we hear that all the time is that they may not see one of the the yellow jackets or the bumblebees. It depends on <laughs> they, we've got the the two terms. So the like the the people that are doing bad call us the yellow jackets because we're <laughs> okay. I won't use that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know, I mean, the people that love us, you know, that that we're there to help, call us the bumblebees because you know, they've got kind they of always buzzing around. Right? Exactly. So, Sweet. and they know that. I mean, even if they don't see us, that we're there, and and it, it really does. We hear that all the time. That that makes a difference. That's really cool. I just I sound like a broken record. I know, but <laughs> I just didn't realize that was such a big part of what's going on down here for the last you know ten twelve years. Yeah. It sounds like so. Yeah, going on. Going on 14. So. Okay. So how did you end up now as the director of these after being the, the landscaping director? I don't know. <laughs> you just stumbled <laughs> really, into it? No, it's just, I, you know, I mean, I think, it, I think a lot of it had to do with just the passion and the effort that I put into to my work as the landscape supervisor. I mean, there was a lot of, you know, for landscaping and something that, that the CID didn't have before, um, you know, I took a lot of passion at, at doing a good job and trying to do it right from the very beginning. Right. And, you know, I mean, if I, if I had a problem, I, I find, found a solution to it. And, you know, that's, I, I just think that, you know, my bosses, Shauna Byrne and Bill Dietrich really, 
you know, they, they saw that. And it, it, it was just, yeah, it was just a, a perfect accident. So Well, that's cool, man. You've ended up doing something that it, it it's, it's neat to hear that you started with something that you were passionate about with the landscape stuff, and then yeah. that grew into being passionate about the area exactly. and what's going yeah. on down here, and now you're, you're helping others with that. So that's really fun. Yeah. Well, what uh, I, in another show, somebody had highlighted your work on another project here, uh, a dog park in kind of some found space. I was talking to the guys that are starting the business of the restaurant and everything, right. Bar K, and they mentioned you were a lot of help as they were getting things kind of organized because you had just gone through this process with another area. Can you tell us about that? About the off-leash area? Yeah. Yeah, that was something that, I mean, that was something that the River Market, so in the River Market, there's the River Market Community Association, and so that they're really just about kind of overlaps with what the river market CID does, but they're really about marketing the river market and, and bringing people down to the river market and, and making things better for the residents and the businesses. And so they had started this process a long time ago about talking to, you know, talking to MoDOT because there was this, just this property that was right next to highway nine about at fifth street that was nothing. I mean, it was just grass and trees and, you know, at this time, um, all we had was Penn Valley Park for the okay. for the for the dog park. But a lot of residents—I mean, there's a lot of residents down in the River Market right now that and that all have dogs. Well, if and they didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing, not knowing the dynamics of it, but there's probably a lot of folks that are more active lifestyle. You know, you're downtown, you can bike to work or walk to work, so that lends itself to mm-hmm. the type of people that enjoy having a dog. Right. But nowhere to take it. Exactly. Okay. And yeah, I mean there's very little space. And part of the problem was is the only really green space is the city market park right there off of Third Street. Which is a park that's supposed to be for people to picnic right. and hang out, which is really hard to do when you've got dogs that are off leash or in <laughs> and pooping all over the place. And um, so they had really, the River Market Community Association, or RUMCA, um, had started this, kind of, started this process a couple of years before I even knew about it. And they were just hitting a roadblock and a roadblock with MoDOT over and over. Um, wasn't getting any kind of response or feedback from them. And, and it just, it just I, I, think it, I think that I got in, so you know that kind of the, the concept or the, about, loosening a jar the lid on the jar yeah the, the next person you hand it to it's already it's already, it's already loose and so okay and i think that's kind of where i was you know I, I i finally got they had already beaten down modot enough that by the time i came in it was it was easy so um you know i just think yeah at first they were saying well this property is worth and by the way they didn't even know they had that property i mean they, <laughs> they were mowing it they were mowing it, but it wasn't you know so they said so we, we came to him and said, we'd like to use this for this. And said, so, well, okay, well, your rent is going to be X amount of dollars a year in the thousands. We're like, come on, guys. You're not doing anything with it anyway, so let us just use this. And if You're not you, going to do anything. And he said, well, you know, if, if it gets developed, and I said, well, then when it gets developed, do you have it, you know. So, but, yeah, MoDOT was, by the time I got into it, MoDOT was very cooperative, and they were very well, helpful. Good. And so, yeah, so... Yeah, we raised the funds through, we had a, there was the River Market uh, Community 
development fund that put in the majority of the money, and then we did some private, um, some private, what's it called, um, donations from like Neighborly.com, which oh, at the time okay. was like uh, crowdfunding, crowdfunding type stuff. exactly, okay, and then great. and then we had some other funding from cold storage. They put in a, a good chunk. That makes sense. That's yeah, right exactly, because it's right there by them. So. Um, so yeah, we were able to get the fence up and did, you know, I just did a lot of research about a lot of all the other dog parks that are around, making sure that we had the height right and, and the, the gates right and stuff like that. So it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was, it was, yeah. You know, something like that seems like such a simple thing. Hey, here's a scrap of land. Let's put a fence up and have a place to water the dog. But there's, there's a lot more work with bureaucracy when you're there talking is. about a state agency like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that was part of the problem. You know, that was that was the unfortunate thing because I loved Barquet's concept for right there. I thought that it would have been absolutely sure. perfect. I mean, just to, I mean, I think it was a little smaller for what they want to do, but mm-hmm. I mean, it was. I think it would have been just an absolutely wonderful amenity to the river market to have that type of that type of concept right there. Yeah, and, in an already busy area. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it just you know the whole thing with MoDOT and not allowing alcohol on their property. Uh, you know, they've got rules. And, alcohol. I guess I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. So. Well, that's cool, and you know, the on the other hand, I think it ended up better for those guys too, as far as like you said, size of the land and some of the right. uh, some of the stuff with their concept, I think will work great at Berkeley. And it's not that far no. down anyway. It'll no, and I think it's going to be, I mean, for what, what Port KC has in mind for that area down there, I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be perfect. Cool. I mean, it's not just, it's not all just going to be open land and it's not all just going to be a park that people go to bike and ride and, right. or to, to walk. I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be I mean, residents and businesses all over the place. So I think. And I think it, you know, it's I think time. as a destination, it's going to be great for the river market yeah, too. Yeah, I think so. it's overdue. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you know, we've seen such great things, and still seeing development and building in the river market and more and more downtown, and that's kind of a natural extension to right. bring it closer to the water. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm curious: is there anything on the horizon for the for the community improvement districts that is kind of the next big thing, or that you're working on, or? Well, I don't know. I think it kind of surprises us all the time. So, I mean, in, in addition, so we have a contract with the public library okay. over here. So we have our ambassadors over there. That's they're they're part of us, but they're it's a. I mean, they have their own staff that's over there, and I think that you know this is. I think it's a. It was the beginning of a of kind of the testament of of the work that our ambassadors do. So to have, I mean, it used to be, the, the library used to be over there at 12th and, about 12th and McGee, 12th and Oak. Okay. And, uh, and it was just, a, I mean, it was a mess. <laughs> and so they moved it over here, over to uh, 10th and Baltimore. And immediately they wanted the CID ambassadors in there. And, and it's been a beautiful experience ever since. So on top of that, then we had 18th, we've picked up 18th and Vine. Now that's a special contract that we have through the city. So oh, great. they so wanted the CID over there. You're kind of expanding services. Exactly. So, so it's, yeah, so we're doing CID, what we call CID like services over there. So we have a, a maintenance ambassador that's picking up over there five days a week. And then we have two safety ambassadors that work Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays. 
That's great because I know there have been some uh, lately. There have been some talks and not not concerns, but um, almost frustrations. People really want to see 18th and Vine do better than mm-hmm. it has been, and kind of mirror some of the success of the other areas. So it's neat to hear that a successful organization is going there to help. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think the only barrier right now, and it's not it's not anything that's unsurmountable. We just have to figure out how to. Because it's just far enough away. I mean, it's far enough away that right. people aren't going to walk to. So, I mean, if you're downtown, you can walk to the crossroads, um, or you can walk to the River Market, which even better, or the streetcar. The right. streetcar is connecting all these, which was the other thing. So, when the streetcar started, the streetcar authority came to us and said, we'd like to have your services on the streetcar as well. So, now we've got three full-time ambassadors that are paid by the streetcar to ride the streetcar from... What is it? Six six o'clock in the morning until about ten thirty at night. So, so if somebody seven gets days lost finding their car. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's great. Well, I so, didn't know they integrated so so much with you guys. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah, um, it's been a great success. So interesting. Well, Mark, I'm curious. One of the things I like to do to change gears with people a little bit, and, and you should be perfect for this because of the nature of what you do. Um, now, this can be anything. This could be restaurants, bars, parks, whatever. But what would you consider being your hidden gems in Kansas City? Not even just downtown, if you don't want to, but things that you think people should know more about that, that you love. Wow. I wish I'd gotten this question <laughs> I'd never give ahead of time. That. <laughs> <laughs> well... I, you know, I think that's one of, it's just one of the greatest things about, I mean, about downtown is, I mean, even me, I mean, working down here, I find stuff all the time. Um, God, I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously the Kaufman Center of Performing Arts is not a hidden gem. I mean, that I think that, you know, that really changed the face of Kansas City. But It may not be that hidden, but I think there's a lot of people that still haven't gone. Haven't even walked up to it. Yeah, I think I think that anybody that takes the time to come down to Kansas City should at least walk around the building. I mean, yeah. it is it is it's stunning and exactly where it's at. And I think one of the greatest things that you know, really one of the and this I don't think you know this isn't something for somebody to come down to Kansas City to to experience. And but I mean the Crossroads Academy. So they just opened up a new school. So they've been here for, God, I don't know, what is it, five years? and But right over on, on Central. And Interesting. Okay. Bringing, yeah, so bringing the students, bringing education element to downtown has, has been fantastic. So now the, the Crossroads Academy, I'm on top of that. So they don't, they've got a, a found building that they, they moved into and they renovated. But they don't have their own library, which is perfect. Because they just walk two blocks down or three blocks no down idea. to the that's, public library. That's fantastic. And they don't have their integration of resources. Yeah, and they don't have their playground. They don't have a, their own playground, so they go over to Barney Ellis Plaza, and <laughs> you know, or, and then the new one that's over at Eleventh and Washington, they'll be able to go over to Case Park and and do the same thing. So, and I think that it's, you know one of the the greatest things that I mentioned to like the Crossroads Academy when they when they came in is that they've got their students. And they go around every a couple of times a year, and they go around and do little, I don't know, they'll 
do songs or do some kind of skits or something like that to businesses. So they'll Just come into our office. Downtown area. And all of us, you know, at our desks, we'll get up and we'll come up to the lobby and they'll perform for us. And then they'll go on to the next business. And what, you know, I don't think that even Crossroads Academy really understood at that time is that those kids are interacting with the people that they're going to be working for or working with or yeah. in in the future so they're you know it's not like it's not like the elementary schools that we grew up in where our parents come into our school and we're in a safe environment that mm-hmm. we're that we're comfortable with they're going to these different places and i think that it's really expanding their their minds and in well, normalizes being out here exactly. in this environment yep. where they're at it's not some sheltered world that's that's really a neat idea, you yeah. know, that it engages them in the community that they're part of. And they, like you said, they, they may not realize it at that age, but it'll make an impact. I think it will, yeah. I think huh. it's, it's really going cool. to, I think it's really going to break down a lot of kind of barriers of, of fear. I mean, just sure. about different things, strange things, strange <laughs> people, you know, so. Absolutely. Well, that's a great tip. That, that's really neat. Yeah, Dean Johnson has done a, a fantastic job over there. And Is he the uh, the director or leader yeah, of the school? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and they, I mean, it, it it I think it really says something to the kind of the program that they have. So out of, I believe it's the charter all the charter schools within Missouri, they were ranked the highest. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that's that's why I asked the question because stuff like that is just you know unless you're right there by it or you're or you're a participant, then you really have a hard time finding out about stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. I'm glad you brought it up. Well, that's really cool. Well, just so I don't get it wrong, where can we find information about what the CIDs are doing and stuff uh, online and, and resources like that? Well, the, yeah, our website is downtownkc.org. Okay. And then I'll, at the very top, just go to CIDs, and it'll, it breaks down the difference between maintenance and the landscape. And uh, our safety ambassador. So excellent. Yeah, and I don't want to forget. I mean, obviously, I started out in landscape, so I, and I didn't. I didn't get to talk at all about our landscape. Well, crew. please do. I don't so, want to miss that. But yeah, so they. I mean, they're in charge of, you know, really. Well, I think probably the most amazing thing that they do is that they. I mean, they manage about five acres of turf throughout the downtown. Yeah. That's tough though because that's not like a five acre yard, is no, it? It's no, like it's not like it's not, square feet it's not over like here going down to Berkeley Park or whatever. Over here. Right. So yeah, I mean we're from fourteenth and Washington all the way down to the river market, oh, the wow. off leash area. Um, and we do like the monuments over at Fifth and Broadway. Okay. And um, all the way over to, you know, like ninth and I mean it's yeah, it's little tiny pockets, so Jackson County Courthouse and how many uh, Park. how many folks are on your team there? On the landscaping on the landscaping team that take care of that stuff every day. Four. Wow. Yeah. And they're just basically running around. Yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, in, in addition to watering the trees, so I mean we'll we'll put in like twenty four to thirty six trees a year. Okay. And so they got to go around and water those. Um, we got the tree well adoption program that we just implemented this year. Um, a lot of these, a lot of the locations, the people are adopting tree wells. So it's the, you know, like we've got Sungevity, the Health and Human Services, with uh, the federal government. Um, who else do we have? Uh, drawn a blank on the other name, 
but they don't have water access, so then we go around and water the, the plants that they, they paid for and that they put okay. in. Okay, so that's interesting. The tree well adoption program, you said, and that's mm-hmm. something that a business or somebody that wanted to be involved could participate in with you guys? Right. So, I mean, this is, you know, these are tree wells that, especially that are right outside their front door. Yeah. You know, that... Make their business look good. Yeah, make their business look good. So, you know, that we're just encouraging. It's, it's something that other CIDs have done, you know, around the country. Uh, if you go to Chicago and walk down, you know, walk down the avenues, I mean, that's kind of the same concept. And mm-hmm. that's what we're, you know, that's what we, we hope to achieve. Well, the, the more engaged that the local businesses are on right. any level, obviously right. that's good. So, right. Well, those guys are working hard, and I, I hate yard work, man. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know how somebody could do that. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but there's I, I for me, I mean, having done it, right, yeah. having done it down here, and you know, I think one of the interesting stories, and this is this, it relates. So, Quality Hill, when this was built back in, I think it was the seventies. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe later than that, but my dad was responsible for, well, was part of putting that in. So that was kind of one of those things that, you know, I, every time I'd come downtown, I'd go, oh, my dad did that, you know, or my dad, you know, my dad helped out on that. And so that's what I try to tell my my ambassadors. Like when you put a tree in, you're not just, you're not just putting a tree in, you're putting something in. There's a legacy there. That's making a difference for downtown, and it's something that you could say, I did that. That's so right. if you go through, you know, like the river market, the, the tree enclosures that go around some of the tree wells down mm-hmm. there, we put those in, you know. Or, you know, our landscape crew, which is, also does projects, they'll pull up, you know, pavers that have subsided or have been yeah. heaved up by roots and stuff like that and smooth it out and make it, you know, make it smooth again. And I, you know, I tell them, I said, you know, when you when you do this, you're not just doing a job. You're not just you're not just getting a paycheck. You're you're doing something that you can tell your your family, your girlfriend, your wife, your your kids. I did that, and Absolutely. I think that makes a you know I think that makes well, a huge difference. Uh, to me, and and traveled around a lot of cities. Um, one of the things that makes a big difference are are the little details, like you mentioned. You know, setting a paper. So it's not a trip hazard. So there's not weeds growing through it, stuff like that. One of the examples that I always give, uh, I went to New Orleans several times for, for different meetings, and there's a ton of history there, and there's beautiful architecture, but I absolutely couldn't stand to be down in the French Quarter, Bourbon Street, even, even off Bourbon Street, like Canal, because all the sidewalks are cracked up. It smells like vomit. It's disgusting. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much history it is. <laughs> we don't have that problem. Yeah, and no, we don't. that makes to me that makes a huge difference on the experience of coming down here. So that's yeah. that's neat to well, hear. And I can't tell you. I mean, I don't. I don't think that as, as the CIDs we can take all the credit. I mean, I think you have to look to Mayor Sly James. You have to look to Troy Schulte, the city manager, and the you know the council. Um, you know the council that we had that we had before was amazing. And I'm not saying that the council that we have now isn't, isn't sure. amazing, but, you know, they just they just started their new term. So. Well, it's not a but I think that, job, obviously. Yeah, and I think that, but I think that the difference that you see in downtown Kansas City is that cooperation between the city and the, and the different departments of the city and downtown council and the CIDs. I mean, we all, we all are working together. I mean, it's, there's not a problem... You know, for me to call up somebody in the in the Parks and Rec 
department and say, we have a, you know, we have a, a tree that's too big for us to take down, but it's dead and it's, and they'll, they'll come out and take care of it. But then at the same time, they don't have any problem calling us and saying, you know, asking us to take care of something. And I think that's, you know, we had, uh, that's good. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it, there's a great partnership. And I don't think that we could have the type of success that we have downtown without having that, that cooperation between, you know, the, the private and the, and the public. So that's interesting. And uh, that goes back to what I, I hear in almost all these. It, it's about the people that have great attitudes here in Kansas City. It's about the people that all have a common goal of wanting it to not just remain a great place, but even get better. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you, I mean, 10 years ago, I mean, the, the difference of 10 years ago, <laughs> what downtown was, I mean, I think when I first started, I think they were just starting on Power and Light. They were just starting on the Sprint Center. Um, H&R Block had just come in. And, you know, I mean, just in that 10 years. It's turned completely around. And now we've got the streetcar. And, you know, I think that, a lot of people think, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people may think, wow, we finally achieved what, you know, what downtown can be. And people have to understand that this is just the beginning. I mean, we are, we're, I mean, downtown Kansas City has just started. So, That's cool. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of great things on the horizon, it sounds like, man. Yeah, if we can, well, I'm not going to mention that. <laughs> well, we'll be looking for stuff, Mark. I, I sure appreciate you taking the time today to give us a glimpse into something that, I, I, I think there are more people like me that just don't really understand some of the workings that go on to keep it looking great and, and feeling great and being safe down here. So thank you very much yeah, for the you're work. You're welcome. Well, I think that's you know, and I think that's you know, I think that's part of the part of the the challenge of our job is that people come down here, and they you know it, when people do come down and they they go to a restaurant or they go to a, you know a Kaufman Center or they go to the Sprint Center and stuff like that they don't you know typically they don't see what we do well and to an by extent, the time they come down we've already done it yeah to an extent it, ideally it's transparent on yeah. that level that yeah. they don't have to think about that right. or worry about that but it's good that folks uh get some recognition too so yeah i hope we can get the word well, out a little bit our ambassadors they are outstanding They're, that's cool yeah well thanks again for the time man it's been fun you're and, welcome i uh, really appreciate you sharing this stuff with us yeah, it's my pleasure all right yeah. have a great day Okay, now I'm guessing you see what I meant in the intro. What, what a great guy, very humble, and doing great things with the CIDs. Before this conversation, I really had no idea what the community improvement districts did or what they were. The next time you're downtown or at the River Market, take a look around, look how clean and well-kept things are. And if you see one of the CID folks, say hi, tell them thank you. They're all working hard to keep our community great. Of course, if you know someone that you think everyone else should know about, please let me know. You can always reach me at scott at caseygreats. All feedback is welcome, and if you're an iTunes user, please give the show a rating and review there. It'll help us spread the word a little bit farther. Thanks for joining me this week. I'm Scott. I'll see you next time.